someone a little shorter than you were or maybe someone who was a lot shorter than you were well this show tackles that issue where you might be a little taller or a lot taller than the person you're having sex with so come on in I've had to climb people (laughs) well there you go Welcome everybody to another episode of Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party, where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. That's I am your host. <laughs> it, I'm sure it does. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, along with my co-host, Pepsi Mama. 
Hello. We are here to titillate you and excite you and maybe teach you about sex. Maybe even get you off. It depends. We'll see how we do. Remember, if you like what you're about to hear, hit that like button wherever you're listening to us, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Saturday Night Adult Party, or you can follow us on our Facebook page, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, or on Twitter at Blind Who's. that's B-L-I-N-D-W-H-O-S-E. Additionally, if you can't catch us live, you can always catch us on podcasts. We are available on most podcast catchers. I've heard some of them are going down, like TuneIn Radio and uh, what's the other one that they said was going to? I forget. But either way, the major ones have us, Apple, Google, and Spotify, along with Amazon. You can catch us on those spot po- um Podcast platforms, excuse me. (laughs) But additionally, if you've got a device, you can catch us there, whether it be an Apple device or a Google device, or even a Victor line of players, like the Victor Trek or the Victor Reader uh, stream. You can also catch us on your smart speaker, um, whether it be Alexa or Google. They'll all catch Saturday Night Adult Party. Just ask them to play that podcast and, and you'll be good to go if it's alexa and i'm 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 saying this because i don't know anything about google or the others but if it's alexa you tell her to play and she'll start playing the most recent one and she'll keep playing till you tell her to shut up <laughs> that's true that's true she will uh which i never understood i just don't understand why they play the most recent episode first well, they're assuming that you've listened to the older one. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Either way, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to comment or criticize or maybe want to ask a, a relationship question that you might have about your own relationship or sexual activity, send us an email. Who's blind? Excuse me. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I wish. Shall Saturday I do this? Night- no, I can do it. I can do it. Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Again, that's Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. I thought I was going to have to pull you out of the hole. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought so too. Um, with that in mind, remember, we are here to warn you. This show is extremely explicit, and I do mean extremely. When I say extremely, I talk about pussies, dicks, cocks, cunts, you name it. I never heard such language in my life. We never use PC talk like uh, vaginas (laughs) or penises or... or, uh, uh breasts or anything like that we just say tits or titties that's right so if you are over the age of 18 welcome if you are under the age of 18 we urge you to get an adult who can explain some language you may not know 
the definition to. Of course, we are under no illusion that under 18-year-olds can get onto this and listen to it uh, by some way or, or, or another. But we so, have to. <laughs> yeah, don't report us because the fact is you got here and broke the law that way. Not us. I did everything right. I marked it as over the age of 18. So I, nobody can actually say anything. Victor, going back to the words that we don't use. <laughs> well, nobody said we don't, don't use them. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. But I just want to tell you, just FYI, when you talk about my tits, I feel like a cow. Now, if you call them titties, I don't feel that way. But if you call them tits, I feel like a cow or something. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I would I, think you'd I, feel like I a feel... cow if I was talking about udders. Well, no, we just we call them tits down where I come from, or well, sometimes we call them titties, mostly tits. But <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean. I, I picture myself sitting down on a stool milking a cow. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, uh, besides how Pepsi Mama feels, uh, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies, your one-stop shop for all your sexual needs. Well, except having sex. Uh, but for any sex toy or paraphernalia that you might need, uh, whether it be S&M or uh, bondage or fetishes, go check out EdenFantasies.com with an S-Y-S on the end and uh, enjoy your pleasure. Enjoy it. Really enjoy it. So this week we're talking about something that some of you might not identify with. Mostly because we as sexual beings are very misogynistic. Now, that is not a put down. It's just the way, unfortunately, that we're all taught. The fact is when you, our lives are not like pornos. So people aren't always thinking of positions that we can fuck in. <laughs> They're thinking of their own pleasures. And that's a fact. That is a fact. 85% of, of men and women who have sex think of their own pleasure first before they think of their partner's pleasure. See, I don't agree with that. No, I don't either. I don't either. I am 100%. So I don't think that is a fact. <laughs> well, no, it is a fact. I did say 88%. Well, I... it's not a, It's not the fact's fault that we're part of the 10%. I mean, if, if I have a man with me, I want to climb all over him and I want to pleasure him like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That may be a fact, but that doesn't change what these what the uh, statistics say. I don't care what the statistics say. Well, good thing. You're I not care. the one we're not fucking I, the statistics. I, I care. 
I care about what we say <laughs> and what fair, we en fair enough. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, either way, a lot of us are concerned with our own pleasure at first. Now, when we get our rocks off, we do tend to concentrate on other people's pleasure. So our main default is to go full missionary. Now, sometimes that can be okay. And sometimes it can't. The fact is some partners are very short. And I will proffer this example for you to illustrate. I'm short. <laughs> yes, but I'm referring to something else. A friend of mine who is five feet seven and morbidly obese. And by morbidly I'm obese, I mean over 300 pounds. Oh, geez. Yeah. So... He is morbidly obese. Well, excuse me. At one point, he met someone at a school. And that someone was approximately two and a half feet tall and in a wheelchair. Oh. So that time he got to be the taller person. Yes. So two and a half feet tall. Now, apparently she she had some sort of issue with her bones. They they didn't mature uh, fast enough for her age. Aww. She was in her she was in her 30s or 40s. And um, she never matured. So she had brittle bone disease, the whole nine yards. Well, he wasn't worried about hurting that person. He was concerned about how he was going to have sex with a two and a half foot tall person. Yeah. But it turned out to be great. Cool. For one thing, in terms of blowjobs, for example, he was able to kneel down next to her face while she was had her head lying on a pillow and her head turned to the side. And he was able to insert his dick into her mouth and she was able to suck it that way. Now... When it came to the standard penetrative sex, it was great for oral because he didn't have to go anywhere or too far anyway. But he got really deep into her and he was able to climb on top of her because her legs didn't move very much. They did, but they couldn't hold weight. Yeah. 
so I can what ended what ended up happening was he penetrated her and her feet were and legs were so, so tiny that they actually wrapped around his nuts. <laughs> oh gosh. I swear, no word of a lie. They, they her legs and feet played and wrapped around his nutsack. I just while, got the strangest while he was picture. Fucking her. I got the strangest picture of that in my head. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm glad they could work it out. Well, I yeah, mean, just they meant they what actually, that looked like, you know, just yeah. picturing what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, they actually managed to work that out. But uh, that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Now, one of the major things you can do is is uh, utilize various positions or position tops. The fact is, you don't have to use a bed every time. But if you do have to use a bed, you can use a position such as you standing next to the bed and the other person scooting right up to the edge of the bed. So that minimizes any position issues that you might have. For example, this person that this gentleman was having sex with wasn't able to bend in all different places because he was afraid he'd break her because of the brittle bone disease. Yeah, and he very well could have. Yeah. So he had to be really careful and very, very... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, creative. Yeah. Because in the end, you have to find a way that the two of you can enjoy yourselves. Now, when your partner scoots up at the edge of the bed, one of the great things is that, A, the bed minimizes the height difference. Mm -hmm. But also... It also gives you a great look at the ass or pussy you're going into. And, of course, if that person can get their legs or feet onto your shoulders, that'll open their ass up really good <laughs> and tighten their pussy up really well. Now, Mama, have you ever done something like that? Um, yeah, I have. Okay. <laughs> and it's, I love the way it feels with the person, me sitting on the edge and them standing up. 
because they're usually taller. Okay. Okay. I mean, just it's just a fun way to do it, and it feels so good. Mm. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> now you have to understand, people. Some people don't, and this probably goes more for the elderly among us. The fact is, some of us don't move like we used to. No, we don't. But we can still get there. <laughs> well, get to the ultimate point, yes. But getting there, getting there can be problematic. Uh, yeah. And that's not even talking about erectile dysfunction or, or fibromyalgia or whatever issues might be plaguing you. Arthritis aside. Yep, I got fibromyalgia too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also have neuropathy, don't you? Yes. Yeah, and that'll fuck you over too. I got a little bit of all of it, I think. Mm -hmm. You see, where the but, height difference comes in is when you're doing doggy style. For but example. you, you get me a tall partner in here, and I'll show you. <laughs> oh no, guarantee. Um. Where the height difference comes in is doggy style. You find that oh, <laughs> when you're doing doggy style, you want to go into a person from behind. But the problem is you might be too tall for that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or too short for that person. Now, one of the things I had with a girlfriend was that she was fairly tall. And even though it, it didn't make a difference because she was, she was one of those people who enjoyed getting fucked. She would, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the uh, downward dog the in the yoga position. I haven't. <laughs> okay. The downward dog is you're on your knees in the doggy style position. But instead of bracing yourself up on your hands or elbows. Mm-hmm your tits are right flat down on the floor. I don't have tits. I have titties. Yes, whatever. <laughs> don't make me go back to using breasts. I didn't say breasts. I said titties. Yes, well, don't make me go back to it. Either way, <laughs> what ends up happening is you find yourself very open in that position. To the point where your pussy just rams right out there oh. and makes it easily accessible. Along with your asshole if you're going for anal play. But so you're talking about um, you're being on your knees. You don't brace up with your hands. No. What? In what fact, you, you? you kind of brace up with your titties. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
So thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that will essentially push your pussy out and open up ass cheeks so that you are in plain view. Now, a lot of people do feel uncomfortable in that position. And I don't blame them. I mean, it actually opens you right up. I don't think it would bother me. Well, it might now with all my ailments. But right. when I was a young woman, that wouldn't have bothered me at all. <laughs> well, a lot of people, a lot of people are very embarrassed of their body. Oh, I can, I can understand that. You know, just... And the whole self-esteem thing comes into play. Yeah, it does. I'm speaking for myself. No, no, of course, of course, yes. Um, so having said that, I mean, the issue was that her, her, well, her, her natural gifts ended up at chest height or belly height. Whereas my dick, it was way down there. <laughs> now, unlike some other people, I don't have a huge dick. And gee, I don't I, hide that fact. Gee, I don't either. <laughs> well, good thing. Good thing. Otherwise, you'd be a whole different person. Uh, but I don't have a long dick. So when when they tell me to do stuff like that, forget it. I don't know how yeah. that is done. But one way to minimize that is to do cowgirl or reverse cowgirl positions. I've heard you talk about that, but I forgot what that is. Woman on top. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I love to be on top, and I'll tell you why. Uh -huh. Because when that dick goes inside you it just goes so far up in there and and then it it and it comes back out and it's it's and then it goes back in there again and it's just like deeper and deeper and deeper and mm -hmm. oh i just love being on top yes yeah um of course the other the other great aspect of the girl on top or cowgirl position is that you have free reign of their tits Titties. Yeah, you do. And thank you. <laughs> Free reign of their titties. And nipples and crevices and various other things. Another great thing is that if you don't seem to be getting them off with penetration alone, you can stick your hand in between yourselves and play with their clit. And if they want to make it easier, they can lean back, put their hands on the bed near your feet or on top of your legs, and give you access to their clitorises. And you can be rubbing there while fucking. Yeah. I'm going to start singing 
memories. <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course, there is the other one that I mentioned, reverse cowgirl. And that That's is where good. the woman is on top, but facing your the feet. other way. Oh, got you. And that can be great in a couple of ways. One, the full frontal nudity is gone. That aspect is completely gone because they're facing your back. Yeah. But two, it gives you the opportunity to insert a digit in the asshole and get some anal playing going. Now, this brings me to a particular point that a lot of people do not think about. And, and I really wish this wasn't the case. The fact is, your dick is not the only tool you have handy. Well, in, a lot of in some cases it is because some women don't believe in sex toys. This one does. <laughs> yes. And I think that's the point. You have oral and you have sexual toys that you can lean back on. Dildos, vibrators, wands, rabbits, you name it. It all depends on what you're willing to how much pleasure you're willing to dish out. And don't worry, you're going to get some of that sex toy pleasure too. Especially when she turns around and inserts it inside you. And before you go saying, well, I'm not gay, you don't have to be. Hey. No, I think it's not really got anything to do with being gay or... Yeah, it's got everything to do... That's with right. pleasure. It's, yeah, it's got everything to do with pleasure, basically. Thank you, Pepsi. Oh, you're welcome. And God. that's what you're looking for, to enjoy your sex and sexuality in a way that makes it enjoyable for both of you, not just one of you. Because rest assured, one of you is going to come. Now, if it's just good for me and if it's not good for my partner, then I don't get pleasure if, if, he, if he doesn't get pleasure. <laughs> yes, I don't either. I don't either. Now, there is another position that you can do that essentially negates the whole height difference. But this is one of those... Well, it's one of those positions that are good for people with long dicks. I am, of course, referring to the lotus position. I don't now, know that one. No, that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I honestly didn't know this one 
it was called this until somebody pointed it out to me, until I read about it. Uh, the lotus position is a position that some would equate with the Kama Sutra. You made it worse. <laughs> Sorry? You made it worse. Why don't you just right, go ahead? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And for those who don't know what the Kama Sutra is, the Kama Sutra is a textbook. It's not an enjoyable fiction book. No. It is a textbook on Eastern Kundalini, Eastern sex, tantric oh. sex. Well, now that would be interesting. And we're talking, well, for lack of a better term, Cirque du Soleil type positions. I'm assuming you know what Cirque du Soleil is, right? No, um, I don't. I'm still trying to figure out Lotus. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, basically, it refers to a very acrobatic position. And the Kama Sutra is supposed to be the be-all and end-all of sexual Indian and Hindu sexual pleasure. Give me that book. <laughs> yes, this book was apparently written. You've heard of the pleasure of sex, right? Uh huh. Yeah, this was written about a thousand years before the pleasure of sex. Back in the times of, well, Christ. And it's told from uh, Indians slash Pakistani slash uh, Hindu type of locations. Um, but one of those positions is called the lotus position. And don't worry, I will describe the position. Basically, you are sitting on a flat surface. And your, your partner is sitting on top of you with their legs wrapping around your back. Oh, I've done that before. Yes. I just didn't know it was called that. Yeah. So the legs are essentially protruding on opposite sides of both of you. So your legs will be coming out your partner's back. And your partner's legs will be coming out of your back. My back. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Now that is that is a great position. But if you are fat 
and you've got a bit of weight to your belly, you can forget that. If you've got a short dick, you can forget that. They don't really... See, a lot of these positions don't really take a fat person into account. And why should it? The majority of people in India are fucking really skinny. <laughs> so... You can't really do the lotus position as a fat person. You can, however, do the woman on top. And so what would happen is your legs, the person on top, their legs would be parallel to the other person's body. So one person would be lying flat on their backs and the person would get on regular cowgirl position. But instead of tucking their legs under their body and bouncing up and down, they spread their legs out and put it to the sides of the person lying flat on their back. I've done that too. And, and I didn't. Yes, and instead of bouncing up and down, you rock your hips back and forth. Now, rocking your hips has the dual effect of, one, friction. You get the penetration. But two, you also rub... Now, I'm, I am, of course, referring to male and female here. I apologize. I don't have experience with same-sex positions. But the clit will be rubbing against the what is technically technically called the mons pubis or the furry patch of hair. Oh, man, yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about till you said that, and then now mm -hmm. I can relate. Yes. The furry patch of hair that every male has above his dick. You know. Now, I'm sorry. Ahead. I was ahead. just going to say, um, my first husband, he and I both are like 5'2", and uh -huh. when <laughs> and sometimes when we would hug, uh, it would be like we were going to fall over, but um, going to fall over. I, no, <laughs> I mean we'd kind of tilt backwards, or I'd be tilting forward, he'd be tilting backward. But um, after we split up and he remarried, mm -hmm. um, he married a woman six feet tall, 
Okay. Somehow they made it work. So and I mean, it's just wow. like, I mean, you know, that's what you're, I'm, I'm just kind of saying what you're saying, no matter, you, you can find ways to make it work. Okay. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm just agreeing with you. Oh, I'm using okay. an example. I'm sorry. I, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, you have to understand that you are not relegated to these positions. Now, you have to be creative in surface play. I mean, I have to admit, at one point, I I had uh, my wife... Well, thank you. I'm boring you, am I? No, dear. Not in the least. Okay. I had my wife on the dining room table at one point. And uh, that was fun as all get out. We really had fun with ice cream and everything. So we kind of had a whole meal there. Now, this was before we got married and before she got pregnant. But you can use the backs of couches. You can use the backs of chairs. Or even the chair seat. To minimize any issues you might have with height. Now, it, I, should, I should point this out. If you are a lesbian couple, couple for example... And you enjoy penetrative sex, then you may be lucky enough to use a very long strap on. Actually, they now have strapless strap ons, which is kind of freaky. Strapless strap ons? Yes, believe it or not. I mean, uh, it either straps on or it doesn't. So how does that work? I have no idea. I haven't bought it. It's not something I really need. Uh, well, no, but I was I was kind of hoping Kelly would buy it, but uh, she hasn't had a chance to. But who knows? Maybe I can convince her to buy it. Or maybe I'll buy it for her and her partner for a present or something. I don't know. But either way. Um, well, my, yes. birth, my birthday's coming up. What you going to buy me? <laughs> well, I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Besides, your birthday's not until October. Well, it's we're, we're moving into August. Yes, we are. <laughs> Only two months away. Oh, my God. But anyway, so yes, don't be relegated to just the tried and true missionary position, although that can work in a pinch. But if you really want to have creativeness, excuse me, 
in your Sorry. bedroom. <laughs> no, for some reason, something just flew out of my chest. Oh. Um, if you really want to no, know, that wasn't a dick. And it was sure wasn't my tits. If you want to be really creative in the bedroom, then be creative. Don't just use the tried and true pornocopia positions. Now, moving on, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about, but oh my god. I don't know what's going on. We keep seeming to have a problem with our Facebook broadcast. What's happening? Well, I keep saying that they're having problems broadcasting. Mm. Jeez. To Facebook. Excuse me. But, um, ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, if anyone is watching on Facebook and you can send us uh, a note, maybe in the comment section, let us know if um, we are, in fact, still broadcasting to Facebook. Um, if not, then uh, by all means, let us know and we can replay the uh, broadcast at a later time. Yeah, because we might be just sitting here having sex with ourselves. <laughs> Well, no, because we're still on YouTube. Uh, oh. So, uh, yeah, we're still on YouTube. <laughs> and we're sure as hell still on Twitter. So, Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can't really uh, say that. because I haven't been on Twitter in so long. I... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Why? Um... Why haven't you done Twitter in so long? Because I got disgusted when um, they took away the, the programs that I like to use. and Oh, you mean like Twitter Blue and stuff? Well, yeah, like, like TW Blue and uh, Twitterific. And Twitterific, I, I pay for every month, or I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Twitter. So, what, it doesn't work that. with it? Nope. <laughs> Really? In fact, Twitterific even, you know, sent me a note and told me they were shutting down because of Twitter's new policies or whatever they're doing. So, well, that's kind of funky. Still, I've always felt that Twitter was okay and accessible on the well, web. Well, it hasn't always been. It might be now, but it hasn't always been. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Anyway, moving on. So, yeah, like I said, if we're still broadcasting on Facebook and you can actually hear what we're saying or, or, or hear what we're doing, let us know. And, uh, we will, um, I don't know, remove the stream from 
Facebook and rebroadcast it again. So moving on, there are a couple of new kinks that I thought we'd talk about today. And um, they, well, one of them is, is kind of new. And, and the other one is actually a resurgence of sorts. Back in the 60s and 70s, there was a huge craze of people having sex while looking at a mirror. Now, I understand this was... Well, it was mainly for sighted people. Well, yeah, but to me, it still seems crazy. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But to us sighted people, or used to be sighted people, we know what a body looks like. Well, yeah. I mean, I could, I can see you wanting to, to if you need to see yourself in the mirror, but... It, what no, but it isn't. But that's just thing. That's just it. It isn't just for seeing ourselves. It's well, for seeing I, the other person. Yeah, I, I mean, that's why I get you. But I, I can't see why you need to see the other person in the mirror when you can just turn around and look at them. Because if... Well, I guess you kind of have to be into the whole porn aspect of it. Well, I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just can't see what you get out of seeing yourself and the other person in a mirror when you can just leave the mirror behind and go do what you need to do and look at each other all you want to. I mean, maybe it's because I've never seen or... Just, well, but, let me ask you something. Have you ever recorded yourself with a lover? No. I have. But. With I, a recorder. I'm not talking with a video, a video camera or phone or anything like that. I had a partner do it once, yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. With a recorder? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm almost afraid to ask. Where is that recording now? Hell if I know. <laughs> it went by the wayside with one of my five husbands, I guess. I guess. Okay. Um... Yes, uh, one thing that used to be big back in the aughts, and by aughts I mean in the 2000s, was recorder sex. And people would record themselves on a digital recorder and Essentially, you would pass those recordings along. Now, 
those of us who watched porno know how exciting watching a person have sex is. Oh, I know how that could be. I mean, especially if they're making, you know, all kinds of noise. And, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. <laughs> so watching someone have sex, I mean, it's great for getting you off. Okay, you're saying that that mirror thing. That's what like, the mirror sex does. Yeah. It's like watching. Okay, I got you now. Yeah. Finally. It's like watching a porno. And you're a part of it. You also have to understand when a partner is sitting on top of you. You can't really see their bodies. No. And you really can't see any penetration. But if you look into a mirror. You'll be able to see the penetration. Just fine. You see, that's why I kind of get the idea of why it can be attractive. Oh, I can too now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I just had this weird concept of it while ago. I thought, well, what's the sense in that, you know? Well, no, I get that. I get that. And for someone who's never seen, like you, um, the concept of mirror sex can seem awkward. And apparently it's making a comeback in today's teens. Um, Now, a lot of that might have to do with the fact that people are taking selfies by pointing their cameras at the mirror. And by selfies, I mean pictures of themselves. If you're not up with the current uh, vernacular amongst teenagers, yeah, I I I know what they are. Somebody, no, no, I, somebody, somebody might not. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. And there there used to be this app out that's mm-hmm. called Selfie X, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's still out or not. But you're supposed to be able to take a um, selfie, and it come out good oh yeah and you've got they capitalized on that whole market with selfie sticks and and stands and you name it oh really i didn't yeah oh yeah there's a selfie stick that you can you know plop your phone on and uh it's connected to your um phone electronically and it essentially when you press the button on the selfie stick the front-facing camera is pointing at you, and you can take a picture of yourself by pressing the button. Suppose I wanted to take a picture of myself. I mean, and I didn't have all these sticks and uh-huh. thingies. And would I take the camera and point it to my face, or would I just look in my phone the way I normally look and Look at yeah, that you can look at your phone the way you normally look at it. 
Oh, I thought you had to turn it yeah. around, have those three little cameras. <laughs> no, no, no. You have you do have the option of using the front facing camera. You can use the fat the back facing camera, considering you don't you don't have you aren't able to look at the picture. See, I don't know which is which. I mean, I just well, know I'm, I just front, know I've got these three little knobs on the back of the phone that they told me was the camera. <laughs> yeah, no, on the front, on the front where the screen is, the part that you tap mm -hmm. and swipe, at the top right-hand corner, there is a camera pointed at you. Oh. That is the front-facing selfie camera. Well, I'll stick my tongue out at it and see what happens. You can. You can. <laughs> but that front-facing camera is when people want to take pictures of themselves, whether it be for a Facebook profile or to send someone else on Messenger or yeah. uh, whatever the case may be. Because I hate it when people say, well, can you can you send me a picture? Can you send me a picture? And then I can't make a picture. I, I, I mean, I just, well, I just tell them, I just tell them, no, I can't send you a fucking picture. I'm fucking blind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking too. retarded. And, and at that point, I know that I have to block that person because they're not interested in anything else uh, uh, because no. they haven't read a shit, anything about me. That uh, idiot last week, um, he kept wanting a picture and I said, if you want it, you're always you're already telling me I'm beautiful, so you got a picture to look at on Facebook. So just mm -hmm. you know, be content with it. I'm not going to fool with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing that people take about 150 selfies of each other just to have the one to put on a profile. Well, because this... apparently the you know they always. They end up blinking. They end up doing this, doing that, whatever, to turn the picture out bad. But I think that's, I mean, I don't know. It's materialistic of us, I think. Well, I mean, I, I had somebody take the picture of me mm -hmm. before I sent it up. I saved it to my photos. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've done that, and, too. I've done that, too. That's how I got my picture up on my profile. But... You know, I just can't understand the whole attraction to selfies. I really can't. Now, you have to understand, when, when I was going blind, when I started going blind, I had some, I had, and I had some sort of importance on having a picture for my profile. But it soon became evident that I don't really care. Because I'm not there to impress anybody. Well, the reason I, I, I did it because, you know, for family or friends that was on Facebook, they'd know it was me. Mm -hmm. That's that was the thing for me. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, we're left with this whole, 
we're blind. So what are we going to do with this shit? Well, you may be blind, but your partner may not be. Right. And they may want mirror sex. So just a couple of tips. Now, you could do what they used to do in the 70s, which was completely make your ceiling a mirror. Huh? How'd you do that? Oh, you plaster the mirrors up on, up on the ceiling. Oh. See, I never knew that. And I, grew, and I was a teenager in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but, uh, yeah, I know people used to make mirrors out of their ceiling. But now we've got freestanding mirrors. And you can simply lie on your bed. And you can either plop your mirror on your bed on its side or... You can have the mirror standing at the side or end of your bed. Just don't, and I can't, I can't stress this enough. Do not have sex on top of the mirror. Uh, no, you might cut your ass. <laughs> well, not just your ass. Ass, well, your whole body, but exactly. <laughs> I mean, know. you never know where those shards will get into. And, uh, I mean, I want to leave Bobbit where he is and, you know, just have my Bobbit where it is. So, yeah, just be careful when you're doing that mirror sex shit. Make sure you get the ceiling mirror attached by a professional. Do not do it yourself. Do not go over and get a bottle of of uh, gorilla glue and start putting mirrors up there you, you know make sure it's done by a professional what else was i going to say not sure yeah so yeah um, I was at the professional thing. Um, when you do get it installed by a professional, I mean, it'll 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 cost you some money. You can minimize it by doing it yourself, but make sure you do you take precautions. Make sure that you add a bit of safety to your work, and you're not gonna. Make sure you're always clad with foot gear. Because if those mirrors come falling to the ground, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. You were saying something about sighted partners. Mm hmm The only sighted partner I had was the one that thought sex was something you had to do when you got married <laughs> yeah well you know it's uh you can't really uh do anything about retards like that i i really can't 
And having said that, moving on, there's there's one more kink that I want to talk about, and a kink. It is it, it is a kink, but it's more like a method of getting high. Yeah. Yes. It's a way of going into that altered state of consciousness that essentially takes you into unforeseen uh, platforms of pleasure, so to speak. How do you do it? Well, it's called gooning. Gooning? Gooning. Now, some of you may be familiar with the movie back in the 80s called The Goonies. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of like a cartoon or a kid's thing. I didn't it know. is a kid's thing. Yes, it is. Oh. Except this is anything but a kid's game. So, um, gooning is the practice. Now, some of you have heard of edging. Mama. No. Edging is where you masturbate to the point of climax, but don't oh, go then over. You, yeah. And get right to the point. Yeah. Right oh, yeah. I've point, done that. And you let it go. I've done that. Yes. Edging is one thing. Edging continuously is called gooning. Now, I'm talking about getting yourself to that point continuously and it's supposed to taking take you all through all types of carnal bliss altered states of consciousness now it's getting to the point where there's a whole reddit uh Reddit thing on goon caves. Actual rooms and or areas that people actually go to goon. <laughs> Personally, I call that an orgy. But... Yeah. Who am I to judge? So you basically have this cave slash room or area that you go in and you edge yourself over and over again until reaching this altered state of consciousness that is supposed to really do a number on your climax once you get to it. 
เอามา
telling me I don't have any good points. Really? That's what you said. <laughs> okay. And on that note, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So on that note, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do with that, but um, suffice it to say. All kinds of possibilities. Well, yeah, it's all kinds of possibilities, but still, I mean, I don't know. I have, you know, I have to try it and report back. I have a feeling we're going to get some really nasty blue balls. But uh, you know what? What? Somebody's got to try it for the sake of the program. Right? There you go. <laughs> so, guys, maybe, thanks for coming. Maybe I'll try it. Well, there you go. There you go. We should both try it and see what happens. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, make sure you tune in next week where we're going to talk about AI girlfriends. Can one truly have a an AI girlfriend, so to speak? And yes, there are apps for that where you can actually have a pretend girlfriend. And it ranges between $50 and $70. Uh, if I can't have a real one, I don't want no AI one. Well, apparently there are ways to uh, this thing does come in handy apparently uh, according to the article I read but anyway guys I want to thank you for joining us this week Pepsi Mama as always it's always a pleasure having you around well of course it is you just now well, finding yes, that out yes I am I'm just <laughs> finding that out yes so guys we'll see you next week Good night, folks. We've enjoyed it. Bye-bye, everybody.